another world, another time, in the age of wonder. You are listening to Trial by Stone. Trial by Stone! Dea, Tea, Dara, Tea. Your vital essence, the Dark Crystal. Kida, Kida. Come, come, see for yourself. Aru, Garu. How very interesting. Dea, Tea. I feel the song of Thra in my heart. Now go, you heroes of Thra. Hello and welcome to Trial by Stone, the Dark Crystal podcast. I'm your host, Phil. And I'm Sydney. And welcome back. You know, this is sort of our first show for 2022. Um, We're finally here. Happy New Year. I know, Happy New Year. I hope you've all been, you know, safe and well and and all that. Um, So, yeah, so it's just, you know, for this episode... Yeah, I think, it's, you know, we'll talk about a few things that have been happening, you know, in Dark Crystal news and um, <laughs> anything that's sort of out there. Um, but also, I mean, it's one of those things where this year, 40th anniversary 40th. of the Dark Crystal, of, of the film that started it all. But that's a, one of those things. It's like, you know, do we, you know, when do you celebrate like a, an anniversary? You know, do you, you know, should we like, oh, wait, should we hold off till end of December, the end of the year, the month that the film came out? Or do we just do it throughout the year? Yeah, it's really interesting because we just celebrated the 39th anniversary like last month because December is technically when the anniversary is. And we were like, woo, happy 39. And then it became 2022. And now we're like, it's the 40th anniversary now, even though technically we're a little early. We're jumping the gun a little bit, but it is the year. Like this year is the 40th anniversary. So we're all kind of like let's get started let's you know start partying for the 40th anniversary and but then we got to kind of remember to be patient like you know if anything's going to happen it's probably not going to be till closer to the end of the year however i will argue though that when they did the 4k release of the blu-ray of the film and it was the anniversary edition that was for like the 36th anniversary in 2018 which is like a random number and it was in march so it was uh, yeah i don't, <laughs> I don't know. know what how much of an yeah i know it's like i mean think I about dark crystal wait, but think about dark crystal you know it, it works in threes 36 yeah you could yeah. devise that so <laughs> so i mean i love that i'm not yeah. mad at that for sure but yeah. i will i will use that as the argument to say that you know it's not too early to start celebrating 40 i i recognize that the movie technically didn't come out till december but like why not why not celebrate in early february <laughs> yeah exactly yeah um i mean you know we can you know and i mean and i mean you know thinking about well i mean with dark crystal i mean really every episode is a celebration you know we're celebrating dark crystal all the time so which is all you know we we'll always have a lot of fun but i mean you know you could say it's 40 years the 40th anniversary but i mean you, you know it could be you know it's you could say an anniversary not in a, in a even longer than 40 years. I mean, it was in, um, 19, well, really you could say 46 if, um, if you count, you know, 1976, I think was sort of when the idea sort of sparked with Jim Henson about doing a film like the dark crystal and about the collaboration with Brian Froud. So are we celebrating the conception, you know, uh, that is that when it starts, (laughs) Yeah, I know. Or, or do you celebrate? You know, in nineteen, you know, when in nineteen seventy seven, when um, when sort of the deal was actually made with Brian Froud to to work on a Dark Crystal. So, um, you could say forty five anniversary. Forty five. We can find <laughs> yes, an excuse to have an anniversary for like literally any year. We'll find something. Yeah, or we when the, the production began. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. But but I know most. I know most. Um, yeah, most franchises or that. It's always you know when the when the film is out. Um, but you know, being that sort of the end of the year, you know, I mean, and, and we're just going to celebrate it anyway. So celebrate throughout the year. Um, 1982 was a massive year for movies. Like, you know, not only Dark Crystal, but there was a lot of big films, um, that came out that year, including on like films like E.T., um, which I think, you know, some of us know that when the film came out with E.T., I know we weren't probably born yet, but of course... Um, they played the trailer for the Dark Crystal, and I think you know, 
um if no one had saw, saw the movie they probably at least saw the trailer just be like what the heck is going what the heck is this film about um and blade runner and you know there's just a ton ton of films well there's a uh, yeah. there's a documentary currently being crowdfunded on kickstarter that it's either called the year of the geek the year of the nerd i should be more researched um it might be year of the nerd or year of the geek i don't know but it's a whole documentary that's being crowdfunded right now i just got a little like ad for it on my instagram and i uh i'm super interested um i want to follow it because it's all about 1982 and it's literally a whole documentary about how that year was like a massive year for um for cinema particularly for genre cinema and like nerdy movies and stuff it's i i want to say it's the best geek year year of the geek it's something along those lines um i'll be i'll post it when when i find it but um yeah i just yeah i just did a search on um on kickstarter and i think it might be called 1982 greatest geek year ever yeah I think. That's an epic the documentary one. celebrating the 40th anniversary of some of the greatest films ever made and they do mention the dark crystal in their description and in their like um, they have like a banner photo that's like a collage of a bunch of movies that all came out that year and that they do include the Dark Crystal and in the like, if you open it up to look at the description of what the project is, they do, you know, they list a all the movies they're going to be talking about. And so I'm super interested in whether they're just going to kind of give their own narrative about each of the movies or if they're going to try to bring in interviews or um you know any sort of behind the scenes footage how deep are they going to go into each franchise or just going to kind of be like a video essay sort of a situation either way like i think it's a great topic for a for a documentary and i'm definitely going to want to keep keep up with that and and watch it because it, that's a really cool idea to do like the because it's not just the 40th anniversary of dark crystal it's a huge 40th anniversary for genre films in general yeah so many great films that came out in 1982 so and it's just yeah i mean it's pretty awesome that dark crystal is just you know one of the many <laughs> that sort of popped up and, and i was just looking at the um the kickstarter and just seeing all the posters you know yeah like blade runner blade runner et star trek 2 um you know the war the road warrior tron you know the, the list sort of goes on and on so it's it was a pretty um yeah pretty massive year I was negative eight in 1982. I was uh, negative eight years old. Negative were, eight. There, negative eight. They were eight I'm more just trying years to... until I was born. <laughs> and I'd be negative five. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you're not. You're a little. We're, 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 we were many years away from. Yeah. You know, coming to we this. We were still Earth Gex. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> which of us which of us is the skexis and which of us is the mystic we will mystic, leave up yeah. to the audience to, fi yeah, no. <laughs> to figure that out who's who yeah i know uh, <laughs> we're skexit right, and yeah. urfil yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh goodness so um so of course you know this is sort of just a little chat and you know we've got a few things to talk about dark crystal as i mentioned about earlier in in the show but i mean you know uh which i mean might as well go through some of the things that have been happening and of course the first thing of course um i think which we found out i think later in december um with the dark crystal odyssey which uh which unfortunately uh yeah it got delayed and um i was just having a look i think they did made a note about it they said as a result of the repercussions of covid and its ongoing international impact company wayne mcgregor ha have had to revise their plans for the dark crystal odyssey which was due to receive its world premiere in the Lindbury theater in spring 2022 this exciting new production will now open in 2023 it is such a big pushback too it's not like a couple of months it's no a, yeah a it's almost year. a whole year yeah yeah because i think originally i think it was going to be in april i think was when it was going to start and back then we thought oh yeah things will be all good you know <laughs> yeah we'll see how it looks in another year yeah but, exactly oh yeah oh my yeah. goodness there's a i mean how do you feel like it'll happen in that time frame because there's a lot of i mean you know between the two of us we have a lot of nerdy dark crystal fans and i'm hearing a lot of them have been like ah it's doomed it's never gonna happen now the whole thing's just gonna get sacked um which i'm trying to not feel that way because 
you know, why that's not what an awful way to live feeling that way. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Yeah. And and I guess, you know, the the whole history of like dark crystal productions, especially power, the dark crystal, how that was sort of, that was going to happen. Then it's not going to happen. Then it is going to happen. Then it doesn't happen. Um, so it happens a different way than planned, you know, like we were supposed to have a dark crystal sequel and instead we got this amazing prequel series and yeah and then that was going to be possibly that was going to be animation and it's like nah let's do it with yeah. puppets things change um, they don't necessarily yeah. <laughs> go away they just change so who knows what this ballet could become however i did really want to see like what this original plan was because the it's just the fact that they brought the the frouds on to actually assist with the the visuals of it and the design to make sure that they had you know the creatures and the design of it to be accurate to the film and to really be thraw on stage like I'm so fascinated by that and on the one hand like (laughs) I if it was gonna happen this year it was very likely I wasn't gonna be able to get to England in time to see it from California so there's a a part of me is kind of like oh cool maybe I can actually see it if it's in 2023 and I think that's probably the probably the biggest thing is the international impact. I mean, of course, COVID's a, you know, yeah, that's been pretty bad, but I think trying to, you know, the international aspect, I think that's probably been, you know, with people traveling around the world to, to, to see their shows and all that kind of stuff. So, um, so yeah, I mean, well, it is a bit of a bummer, but yeah, I do hope that, you know, I mean, it does still state that, you know, that it's still, you know, in, you know, scheduled for yeah, 2023. Yeah, they haven't canned so the whole thing. Haven't, haven't canned the whole thing yet, but I know, I know, Get I, I can understand people will be like, oh, you know, if it's not going to happen at all sort of thing. A lot of does, our Crystal yeah. fans are pretty jaded from the years of bad news and waiting and <laughs> having yeah, our, I know. the carrot dangled and then taken away so many times. So I, I understand, well, you know, how we can, it's easy to give in to that that bitterness and the <laughs> the feeling like well here's another thing we almost had but didn't get um but i don't know that's a lot of work a lot of work goes into putting something like that into production and um i'd be really surprised if it just didn't happen altogether that would that would be i i don't see that happening i do i i could see things changing they have to sort of reevaluate their approach maybe but i don't think I don't think it's dead. <laughs> I no, think no, happen. no. I mean, it'd be interesting if they had to change things, you know, you know, from what, you know, their plans were for this odyssey, where they had to change things around due, due to COVID. Um, but uh, yeah, by the, uh, I'm not too sure that's, you know, that's something they would, you know, compromise or whatnot. So yeah. So, but still, I mean, let's, let's hope it still, you know, continues on and um, yeah, no, I'll really look forward to, you know, hearing more about it i mean you know for me to probably travel to australia might be a bit much but um but i mean i do hope that um because i know some uh productions like they do you know video or filming it and they screen it in in certain cinemas around australia which i think that i don't know if that company has done some but i think but i know that they're yeah yeah i know the metropolitan opera does and i i think it's a great uh, it's a perfect time right now to be doing things like that um, and what else a lot of uh, companies, well, not necessarily company, but a lot of shows have been doing lately um, have been rather than canceling their, their concerts or their shows or their tours altogether, they do them without an audience, but then they, they upload it digitally and they've been putting it in VR. Like, um, Ev- yeah, like Evanescence right now, they just released, like the, they're going to be doing a concert experience that's going to be a live stream for VR and that's another one of those things it's like a we're in the future like that's crazy that we're, we're doing that now but also if we're going to be experimenting with things like that now is kind of the time to do it because you know we live in a world where we're trying to not all gather in big crowds and we're canceling all these big events but what if we didn't have to cancel them instead we should find other ways to showcase them so it can still get to audiences so that these performers don't have to give up their livelihood, be without a job. Because one of the communities that has been so impacted by this darkening (laughs) has been the performing arts community, the live performers, because that is, um, that's a, a community that I'm pretty, pretty involved in. Most of my background was in musical theater. And so as a result, most like quite a few of my 
friends and former colleagues and coworkers and things are all live performers in some capacity and it's just so many jobs lost so many you know entire sources of livelihood just completely put on pause um but it doesn't necessarily have to be that way like no it's not the same experience to stream it to to vr or have it um you know on online have it on a you know through a website have it on uh in theaters but if that's what we have to do right now to make it so you still have work <laughs> and so you can still perform and share all the things you've been working on and i i think that could be really cool like and then do it the old-fashioned way when uh the darkening changes <laughs> clears up gets healed somehow <laughs> like yeah I know, exactly yeah um, uh, and, and actually you know thinking about all these things i mean to segue into i mean you know there was that show that um the henson company did um with apple tv which of course was fraggle rock and um all that i think that whole like the i think there was uh, uh i think there was a series of short films basically with all the characters and everyone you know it was all done remotely people were filming on their phones and all that kind of stuff um and then and then that sort of actually led the way to um apple tv you know picking up fraggle rock as you yeah. know as a tv show yeah and uh donna kimball talked to us or talked to me a little bit about that when i was talking to her about the the glorious ladies of puppetry how they filmed that entire series um that they did about the uh the all girl puppet school story that that series of videos that was all done through zoom um and then when when i was talking to um alice Deneen and donna kimball louise gold about that they then were talking about how well now that's how we're doing fraggle rock is all done almost entirely um remotely where you know we're able to shoot fraggle rock from our from our homes and uh on zoom with our iphones and how fraggle rock was shot with iphones um that's it's so wild and i i have to wonder what how jim henson would what he would think of that what he would make of just not necessarily the the pandemic side of things but the the fact that technology and puppetry has evolved to that point where we can do that um with our little our little handheld computers that are also filmmaking tools (laughs) yeah exactly yeah 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 i think he'd be amazed just 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 of what what we've been able to do that now these days with puppetry and um yeah especially the motion capture i think would would have been something that he would be very fascinated yeah. with um that um but yeah absolutely so so of course yeah i mean and the show actually comes out uh very soon i think on um january the 21st that is coming up here that's that's going to be pretty soon at the time that we're recording it that's only a few days away <laughs> So no, which is really, which is really cool. So, um, very much looking forward to, um, uh, with Fraggle Rock being back and, and I'm um, like, I mean, for me, it's like actually with Fraggle Rock, I never, I actually recently watched the pilot for the first time. I've never actually seen the show. Like the original it's, one or the new one? The original one. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's been one of those shows I've been sort of, ah, oh, I've been meaning to sort of get to it eventually. Um, but I just, yeah, I know. So I kind of feel bad. I'm like, but, um, I did actually watch the pilot, um, the first episode the other day, just to sort of, you know, get into the world or get to, you know, know the characters. And, and I, I thought it was actually, it is actually pretty good. It's awesome. Um, I mean, I yeah, actually, yeah. I, as a little kid, I grew up watching Fraggle Rock in place of Sesame Street. Most other kids watch Sesame Street. It's not that I never watched Sesame Street. It's just that I preferred Fraggle Rock um like by a lot i preferred Fraggle rock and but i was also you know watching dark crystal when i was four years old so in those same years you know i rented the dark crystal all the time and i later on in life learning the connection between Fraggle rock and the dark crystal the fact that they were essentially conceived and happening at the same time um and that jim henson was sort of splitting his time between them and that so many of uh what ended up becoming the podlings um was the fra you see so much of like the podling culture in the fraggles and like their design and the fact that um podlings were originally going to be called fraggles and then when they did fraggle rock then they switched it up and like it's just i fraggle rock has a very close place uh in my heart it's it's more i think for the fantasy nerd kids compared to sesame street it's not that there's anything wrong with sesame street at all it's just that if you're more of a 
a young budding genre geek, <laughs> I think Fraggle Rock is a little more your speed than uh, than Sesame Street. Um, with the exception, of course, of the of the Count. I was super into the Count because I was also into you know creepy vampire stuff, and vampire puppets are still one of the best things ever, in my opinion. <laughs> but um, have you so? watching the first episode of Fraggle Rock now and you hadn't seen that at all as as a kid that was sort of your first no no so I mean that's the thing like and it, with Jim Henson I mean really uh it was just uh Sesame Street and Dark Crystal on VHS I think they were really the the, the two that I was sort of like really knew a lot of and I think like with Muppets um that was a little bit probably a little bit after um you know, primary school, early years of primary school. And, um, and I think the thing with the Muppets and Fraggle Rock, because, um, I just don't, I, I, I think being, I think they just weren't on TV when I was born. I think, you know, being born in, in the late eighties, you know, of course, um, the Muppet show was the seventies, early eighties. So that was sort of, you know, I just never, never saw it on TV and, and, and with Fraggle Rock, I mean, that was 83 and I think that wrapped up in 87, I think. And of course, Fraggle Rock was a show that was on, well, I know it was on HBO, on paid TV. I mean, but I, I think, I see, I don't know if it ever came here. I, I'm not too sure. It, it probably did, but it just, it's just one of those things that just went by and I just, just but, but sort of while well, watching that show with Fraggle Rock just now, I'm just like, I think as a kid, I would have loved the show. Like all the characters with the fraggles. I, th I thought the doozers were pretty amazing too. Like these, the small little creatures and how I think they'd probably be all remote controlled. Um, I thought that was like, you know, for 1982, like, I mean, you know, Dark Crystal, you know, you know, top the class with puppeteering and that. But, but for TV, for, you know, what they did on Fraggle Rock is like, pretty pretty good for tv yeah you know? so i also just love the concept of these little guys are fascinated by human culture like they exist with us so unlike the dark crystal this is our earth that fraggle fraggle rock takes place on but they live you know underneath us and we have no idea and they go on the, the how uncle matt goes on these excursions to go learn about human culture and then comes back to to tell the other fraggles about you know these human artifacts and like it's yeah the the outer space yeah outer space how we are <laughs> outer, outer space, space. I, just, I know yeah that's so amusing still to this I day know, yeah. 32 and, and, and actually I, I, yeah and i was i was just looking into the, the jim henson biography and um one of the quotes that i remembered and i wanted to pop it up anyways um there was a thing i think um where are you uh so the gorgs in particular were another leap in puppetry using the lessons and technologies from the dark crystal experience to allow the puppeteers a much more fluid motion for the performance and a quote for uh, uh dark crystal was a 25 million r d project for fragga rock said michael frith um and uh because all that stuff that we invented for dark crystal i rolled right into fragga rock um so yeah there was a lot of a lot of crossover uh between those two shows um yeah there's definitely well, a symbiosis a between them mm. for sure um but then it has sort of the kind of humor that you would see in the muppets but just for a little you know younger audience and um but you can tell that you know the types of jokes were um people who grew up watching Fraggle Rock as little kids would eventually find the Muppets hilarious, um, with good reason. And, you know, as, as much as we, we can gripe about there not being enough Dark Crystal stuff in general right now, <laughs> um, I am very glad, however, that we do have, that kids today have, still a really good exposure to the Jim Henson company and to puppetry in general. There's so much to see. Um, my, my brother often jokes with me that every time we watch literally anything, if something is a puppet, I will point it. I'll be like, that's a puppet. Look, it's a puppet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's, and my, my family's always like, you know, thanks to you, I recognize that there's puppetry and like a lot of stuff now still. And I was like, yeah, it's, it's still, it's everywhere. It's in. Yeah, exactly. It's Star and, 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 Wars. And, and, yeah, and it and I think even like um like I recently watched you know with Ghostbusters Afterlife and you know seeing, um you know the um uh, you know some of the characters that are you know 
then like yeah the animatronic they went you know went old school like they did in yeah, the, in the for, original for film Zool so. and and yes uh, uh, goza yeah but but the, those the uh, creatures yeah 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 Zool yeah. and vince clortho the the key master oh no 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 it's the key master and the um yeah and the uh, gatekeeper yeah They're the gatekeeper yeah those two yeah the, the yeah. one that yeah, has those creatures the, he has his uh face off with paul rudd in the grocery store and, and i lost my mind because i was like so prepared to see a big cg um demon dog monster and the fact that they pulled a puppet out of the bag there i was like ah that was and it looked very very similar in style to the ones from from the 80s and they didn't um i mean just not to totally segue out and you know tangent into into ghostbusters but the fact that the puppetry in that movie was definitely like it was seamless from the 80s it looked like it was from the 80s and i love that um so yeah there's still puppets everywhere and you better believe I, in the theater i exclaimed puppet because <laughs> i'm i'm that guy i point out the puppet in the room everywhere now um but also we have a new generation of fraggle rock we have um earth to ned on disney plus i really get a kick out of earth to ned if you haven't checked it out i highly recommend it it's very fun um donna kimball is she does some amazing work on uh on the ned hands i can tell which ones are her <laughs> yeah. there now we're, we're, we're nice. at that level of puppet nerd yeah um, yeah that but, level. he's like you know um, which hand yep, yeah yep. <laughs> but then uh victor that's yared so awesome. is also involved in earth to ned he does some awesome work of course that's hup um he also he also works on um Oh, what is it called? It's on Discovery Plus. Oh, is it Crank Plus. Yankers? Oh, yeah, Crank Yankers also. But, yes, yeah, with, which that is coming came back. back. Yes, yeah. But yeah. Uh, Duff Goldman, the Ace of Cakes from Food Network, he has a show called, oh my God, what is it called? It's so funny. Duff's Happy Fun, Happy Fun Bake Time. Duff's Happy Fun Bake Time. And it's Jim Henson puppets with Duff Goldman and they bake stuff on, and it's on Discovery Plus. And it's so cute. It's, I, I mean, talk about merging, like integrating different art forms together. Here we have a show that's like a cooking show or a baking show to like teach kids about um, culinary arts, but with puppets. <laughs> that's, I mean, it's there. The fact that, you know, and that all gives me a lot of hope that not just our generation, but future generations are going to fight for dark crystal visibility because we have little puppetry fans now today i mean even i'm we like we said we were negative eight and five when dark crystal came out technically it wasn't for our generation we're technically the next generation from from those ones <laughs> and people younger than us now are interested in dark crystal thanks to age of resistance and thanks to new fraggle rock and earth to ned and and the muppets that are still you know we might have all kinds of opinions jim henson fans about the the state of the muppets post disney but regardless of how you feel about it they're still thriving they're still there everybody knows who the muppets are no matter if you're if you're 87 or if you're five you know who the muppets are and there's new muppet content so yeah exactly i mean last year they had the, the muppets haunted mansion i um, loved it yeah. so much that, 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 that was fun it, it was fun yeah yeah I, I didn't mind it myself yeah yeah, yeah. uh you yeah. know i as she says as she's wearing literally a disneyland shirt right now um i live 30 minutes from disneyland now um but the muppets haunted mansion was definitely written for f fans of the of the disneyland ride it was full of Easter eggs and stuff that was like, if you've been on the Haunted Mansion a million times, or if you're super geeky and you uh, know about the behind the scenes, you know, how the Haunted Mansion was created and stuff, there's, there was so much there that was like, okay, this, Disney was in charge here. But I loved how they incorporated the Muppets in that. Like every, there were a lot of little details throughout it. I highly recommend giving it a watch if you haven't. Um, and if you wrote it off as like ah it's disney muppets they're not the same since disney bought them like i think that's a valid opinion to have but i but i really really loved um the, the muppets haunted mansion and shout out to to sean out there for sending me a poster for it um because i'm really excited to put that up because i it really the haunted mansion is my favorite ride at disneyland so to see it merge with the jim henson company was like a big dream come true for me 
Um, yeah, highly yeah. recommend. That's awesome. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, and, and, and then, I mean, that's really the big thing, you know, like, you know, we, you know, for everyone, you know, watch Fraggle Rock because, I mean, not only, you know, you know, really just for the future of, you know, puppet productions, you know, Fraggle Rock does really, really well, then it's still, you know, a sign for, you know, the streaming companies or for Apple TV, especially be like, all right, you know, people still loving puppets. Let's, let's do, let's do more of these yeah. things. And Fraggle Rock is so deeply intertwined with Dark Crystal historically. Like they, they are so connected in their, how they came to fruition. And, um, when you it's sort watch of history it, and yeah. And really it was like history repenting itself going from age of resistance you know, Dark Crystal, and now we're doing Fraggle Rock. Yeah. You know, so. <laughs> so hopefully that cycle perpetuates, you know, as we have kids now who are watching this new iteration of Fraggle Rock, hopefully they'll go down that rabbit hole and discover Age of Resistance if they haven't already, and then discover the original film and discover all of the books and Expanded Universe, and they start asking for more the same way we did. And, um, you know, that's that's how the, the three sons keep rotating <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah no, yeah yeah so uh yeah so no, I'm, I'm really hoping for you know for all the best for the Henson company and apple tv with fraggle rock um i'm just hope yeah just let's hope that it does really well um and that we and, hope that apple tv picks up age of resistance for another season. yeah yeah Never i mean know. i've always i've i've always i mean that's always been my little prediction for a long time about um if age of resistance continued on maybe apple tv um you know that they got fraggle rock you know one of the henson legacy you know product you know productions yeah. so who knows yeah so yeah. That, that's always been my little Apple thing i mean even amazon. though one of those or amazon one yes of those. yeah yeah i think one of those two would be very neat yeah um and 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 also you know if you're wondering you know with about apple tv you know whatever i mean there's a lot like there's a lot of good stuff on apple tv like you know besides fraggle rock so i mean you know if you need some recommendations i mean there are shows like ted lasso uh mythic quest which is actually pretty good um you know the two seasons of that show is out i think season three is coming out later this year i think um and then um another movie was uh wolf walkers which is like an animation show and i remember it was a the movie that um hayley sanford actually the exec producer she uh, posted about that movie um, a while ago. Um, yeah, recommending Dark Crystal fans to watch it. So, um, and I still haven't. Shame on me. That's a good good, good reminder, Phil. <laughs> it's a, it, 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 it is it is actually good. Yeah, yeah. If you get a chance, yeah, definitely um, check Wolf Walkers. And I'm just trying to think of all these other things that have been happening. Dark Crystal, of course. Oh, the audiobooks. RPG. I was going to say also the RPGs out. The, the Oh, yes, yeah, the RPGs, of course. Yes, yeah, so uh, they're finally out. I don't think yeah, it was so. released yet the last time we recorded. We were we were talking about how it was about to be released or you could do pre-orders at the time, but it's actually out now. The RPG book that we of course contributed a, a side quest. We wrote a little story in it. So our names, I still like I've I'm still I everybody that I meet, I show them the book. I go, "Look, there's Brian yep, Proud's name." The index. And right yeah, over a couple inches away, there's my name and there's Philip's name <laughs> yeah. right there. It's super cool, but also like you know, it's it's great to have on your shelf as a Dark Crystal fan, even if you have no intention of playing it. But you should because RPGs are great. Um, you definitely should because the uh, the the people over at River Horse have done a really phenomenal job crafting a very inclusive RPG format that uh, the game mechanics are super beginner friendly. Um, but it was definitely made for Dark Crystal fans first. Um, and I, I really appreciate that, that, you know, you don't have to be like a super D&D expert to be able to pick it up and figure it out. But it is recommended that you be a Dark Crystal fan. And if you're not, why are you here? You found mm. the wrong podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So get out of my house, basically, if you're not a Dark Crystal yeah. fan, is what I'm saying. You don't, get off my lawn. <laughs> yeah, get off my lawn. Um, but yeah, so that's out now. You can actually go get it at game stores and, and at bookstores. Um definitely go check it out and of course from from river horse directly you can you can order it but i am very excited to go try to find it on on a shelf somewhere <laughs> the, the minute i see that i'm gonna just be like 
I'm gonna I'm gonna do that super nerdy thing where I like sign like sign it and put it back in like uh, yeah, no. my <laughs> lovely little name. <laughs> yeah, no. you never yeah, know. Yeah, I still been I still been waiting to see it at a bookstore. So I haven't seen it yet, so I'm like yeah. I'm, I'm really hoping that like that, that does come and yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I, I have I been seeing people post that. on social media about having theirs and you know so people are getting it. So I'm I'm really excited about that. Um, I'm super excited to hear people's stories about playing it and you know we're definitely gonna i know we want to get um a game going and have guests on and play and that's still coming for those of you who are waiting for that we are still yes we do still want to play um i just i just moved like 600 miles across california so um it's been a busy time but it's still happening yeah. don't worry <laughs> yeah 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 i think once things settle down um you know with us all like you know you moving in and I mean, me, myself, it's still, you know, still renovating the apartment that's sort of taken such a long time, but I'm sort of getting, you know, probably a couple of months away. So it's like, hopefully, uh, you know, one, I think once we're more settled in, I think we'll be, you know, picking up the speed. Let a few more um, people get their hands on the book, dip their toes in, figure it out, see who's interested in, you know, playing a little session with us here and there. And, uh, you know, we, we have a little bit of a little bit of grace give us a little forgiveness because we are still in the middle of this whole this little thing that's happening to the whole world right now that's slowing everything down canceling shows left and right Ugh. yeah exactly yeah so yeah and i mean you know i think we've been doing actually pretty good i mean with with the podcast you know i think we've been uh releasing shows on a weekly basis now um which has been really cool with trial by stone um, the dark crystal minute so which is now back so that's that's been a lot of fun sort of going through every minute of the film um and also with um jamie and james for uh legends of thrust so with their month monthly shows so um that's been really cool so if you haven't checked out they got the two episodes out um so the first episode was an intro and and then uh, episode two was about the mystics so don't forget to check those um shows out um, but yeah, the, the, you know, we, we still got lots of ideas and plans and stuff in, in store for the year. Um, you know, I, I know I still talk about wanting to do, you know, we'll, we'll eventually do an audio commentary of the dark crystal. That's definitely something that, you know, that'll happen. Um, but once things sort of settled in with us a little bit more then we can really get, get into it. Um, so that no, which is really cool. So moving along, I mean, this was one of the things I was really um, surprised with Dark Crystal. Uh, of course, the J.M. Lee books, the, the quadrilogy books. And I mean, you know, uh, we've been pretty big supporters of the books pretty much since the very first episode. I mean, really, the you know, as I've probably said many times on the show, the books is what really started the podcast. Um, you know, because it's like, oh, at least we had something to look forward to, We, you know. This is before Age of Resistance. It was just uh, the four books. We had some comics and that was it. You know, we were like, wow, okay, this is going to be cool. Um, you know, interview Joe in the first episode. And that was a lot of fun. Um, and and I think um, like in all the, some of the episodes of the um, the gathering songs or the round, the round table discussions, and I always sort of talk about this would be great. You know, there was like an audio book version, you know, of, of all these Star Crystal stories and, but then, funnily enough, damn, there is audiobooks, but it's in German. Oh, <laughs> which I know. Oh. <laughs> um, so which is which is um, yeah, I think I think on um, it was recently on Instagram. I think someone um, uh, posted about listening to the audiobooks, and you know, when I saw that post, I'm like what Where? they actually exist now uh. you know we didn't didn't get the memo about it um how did i miss and, that <laughs> yeah i know yeah and, and so of course you know one you know a couple of google searches later and then i find out i'm like oh okay there are but it's in, it, it is in german um, guess i gotta learn like, german <laughs> i know i know but it, it was more shocking in a way i mean you know it's awesome that there's audiobooks in german no doubt no doubt about that you know audiobooks for different languages that's super awesome um but i think it was just a very i think it was just shocking that you would have thought well if they're doing international versions it's like well why not an english why version not? so yeah. it's it's such a weird um yeah why not in a language that is spoken in many countries <laughs> like... yeah no. 
it, it is very weird. So like, I just don't know how, how that came to be. Um, so, so, that, so because of that, I actually decided, oh, you know what? I'll do a, I'll do a petition. Um, I know there's a lot of petitions out there, of course, you know, with, you know, major assistance, but I'm just like, you know what? I might as well do a petition for, um, get these audio book, you know, get the audio books in English for the, for Joe's books. So, you know, I've done it. Uh, I mean, it's got a few signatures, so, you know, I'll, I'll put that in the show notes, of course, if you want to sign, uh, with a petition to hopefully convince Hanson company to, uh, have English versions of the audiobooks. And if in another year or so nothing comes of it, then we should just do it is the thing. We should just do readings. That'll be like podcast episodes that we do where we just do an audiobook. <laughs> I know, yeah, 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 I know, I know. Bargain Hanson Company, yeah. we just do it our own. We just yep, make yeah. it happen. I know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly, yeah. So, so uh, you better get on it, man. <laughs> yeah. Hurry up. Yeah, so hurry up. Yeah, exactly, so... Um, but I don't know if that's going to make any difference, but who knows? I'm just like, Oh, I just might as well just do it and see what happens. Um, yeah. and a lot and of people I I... have said like, that would mm. be a really good idea. And a lot of fans, uh, were suggesting like how great it would be if the original, um, like if the voice cast from age of resistance could come on and play their respective characters for the audiobook version, like how great that would be. Yeah. Um, yeah, I saw, yeah, I remember doing a post, I think on that, um, petition, I sort of put in like, you know, I would love, you know, if, if we got, um, yeah, with Hannah John Carmen to voice Naya, you know, to, to narrate like books one and four. And then you got um, Shazad Latif, you know, narrating book two. And then someone, and then someone new for um, book three, which of course is um, Amri's point of view. I uh, have a couple of yes. thoughts. Who do you think would be a really good voice for, for Amri? Have you thought about that? I, I actually have not. Um, yeah, it's, yeah, I haven't really thought of like you know, oh, this voice would be perfect. What 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 would be your choice if you? I'm leaning toward like Elijah Wood, <laughs> kind of. Ooh. I know it's a okay, weird yeah. sort yeah. of obvious like yeah, he's Lord of the Rings too, but like his voice is kind of he has that sort of energy. I love his uh his performance on Over the Garden Wall. If you've never watched Over the Garden Wall which is an animated series from Cartoon Network that's a fantasy, um, hand-drawn animated, so, so good. Um, and Elijah Wood is the main character, and he gives such a great voice performance, and I feel like he is very capable of delivering that sort of curious innocence. Um, so he's just, it would be so great. Um, but somebody else, I think it was Mandy Jones, actually. Uh, forgive me if I'm wrong, but I think it was Mandy who suggested she would want to, uh, she thinks Daniel Radcliffe would be a great one for Omri. And I'm like, you know, I do dig that because he is kind of, he's kind of a, um, I mean, so is Elijah Wood. They're they're both like horror movie fans. They're both weirdos, and, which is great. Um, that would be awesome. You know, so either Frodo or Harry Potter, basically. But also... I don't know Ezra Miller I think would be cool because he's kind of got that that edge um but then there yeah there's there's so many options honestly it could be it could be just about anybody and I would just be excited that the audiobook existed and that there at Omri was getting any sort of attention because I just love him so much um yeah yeah <laughs> but yeah in my head I sort but, of I heard like an Elijah Wood type of voice like yeah I I, I kind of dig that yeah 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 and he, I mean, he has done a lot of voice, you know, voice roles. Um, like, I mean, the one thing, the one shows that came on top of my head, of course, was um, uh, Tron um, uh, Uprising. <laughs> What's the subtitle of it? It wasn't Tron Legacy because Legacy is the sequel movie, but the TV, the animated TV show, um, Tron Uprising. And that that is that was actually a great animation show. Shame it was one of those, yeah, you know, bummer that it only lasted a season, but the animation and the story itself was actually pretty, pretty decent. So, um, it's been a while since I've watched it actually. I'm, weirdly, I'm, <laughs> I don't know if, if I've mentioned it before or not, but I'm actually a huge fan of Tron. I, I adore Tron. In, you fight for the users. In general. <laughs> uh, I, I yeah. love, um, I love Tron Legacy. That movie gets way more hate than it deserves because it's actually awesome. It's one of my like comfort movies. I put it on all the time just to like feel nice. Um, but also, yeah, the the 
the original movie and the fact that he came out the same year as Dark Crystal, so it has that same, that glorious 1982 energy yes, that so many vibes, movies yes. had. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Disneyland had a really cool thing for Tron when Tron Legacy came out. Um, it was actually at California Adventure, which is the shirt that I'm repping right now. It's for California Adventure. And they had, it was called Electronica with like Tron in all caps. And they had the entire, there was a whole chunk of California Adventure that at nighttime they lit it all up like Tron and they had people dressed as programs like throwing the discs out like in the streets and they had like the special themed drinks that looked like they were from Tron and they had an actual Flynn's Arcade put up in the park and like oh, I miss it so much but yeah, that means, side so, yeah. note I, 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 still, I still remember the days um, I remember when the internet lost it when they announced the, the sequel for Tron I think it I think it was a San Diego Comic yep. Con that showed they the showed trailer the, the, yeah little teaser yeah. trailer kind of thing and they first and, showed yeah. Jeff Bridges and everyone lost their minds I know. rightfully yeah, so exactly yeah because yeah, he's yeah. the dude um, oh yeah absolutely yeah <laughs> He's the dude indeed yeah so um yeah so no which is all really cool yeah. so tangent um, tangent time yeah tangent, tangent, tangent time yeah, with sydney yeah. <laughs> 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 uh so yes yeah, so, i mean that's a thing you know with the audiobooks let's let's hope that they um they make it happen um so yeah we'll see what happens but um yeah but it was just one of those one of those surprise and and it was a surprise in that like the first two actually came out last year and you know nothing popped up and you know on my google searches for um dark crystal so that's what kind of surprised me even more so but that's all good so we'll see what happens um of course so yeah again you know with the petition it is in the show notes so you can go to the show notes click on the link and sign away please do because <laughs> we want it <laughs> yes <laughs> it'd be it'd be sort of like a season i don't know it's I don't want to say it would be like a season two because it's, it takes place at the same time as Age of Resistance, but it's from a different perspective. So it'd be like a season one and a half, kind of. Like, yeah, one and a half um, or a point five. Yeah. Point seven five. Yeah, but it's, you know, that, that would yeah. be awesome. That would be so, so cool to just to be able to listen to it with actual, like, to hear the hear the mm. voices of the characters and yeah and, and just closer. hearing and and just and just the just the background noises mm-hmm. that, you know and they that could sometimes incorporate music. And music and, they can incorporate yes, music yeah. from the series they could totally use music from age of resistance in there you know rep, yeah. rep daniel pemberton some more maybe they could even mm. use music from the movie you know they could sort of do both mm. you know little trevor jones little daniel you know back yeah, and forth why exactly, not yeah come on man it sells I itself know. there's i know there's i know so many of us willing to throw our money at this come on <laughs> yeah i know we've got so many ideas you know that we you know why are they I mean, not like, paying us <laughs> i mean this is something you wanted to sort of chat about with you know predictions for the 40th anniversary you know do you do sort of have any in mind that you that you think you know um i imagine they'll do a theatrical might do. i imagine they'll do a theatrical release of the movie like a 4k theatrical um i know a lot of other people have said that as well but i They've done theatrical releases like Fathom Events uh, did one for I want to say the 35th anniversary I believe it was five years ago when I when I did it um, where they were showing it in select theaters through uh, through Fathom um, I don't know if that's a thing in Australia or not um, if if Fathom Events is a thing but they're like a company and they do like special screenings of stuff at different movie theaters. And they did one for the Labyrinth anniversary. They did it for Back to the Future. They do it for like a lot of geeky movies that that um, have little anniversaries. They'll do special screenings of them. And they did one for Dark Crystal for I believe the thirty fifth anniversary. Um, time has become a wibbly wobbly mush yeah, exactly, thing to yeah, me. So I know. it like, might have been these last three years. Yeah, so like it, I have no idea. It, well, what year are we yeah, in now? You it know, it could have like... been five years ago. Could have been ten years ago. Either one would not surprise me. But I definitely went and watched the Dark Crystal live on screen. Um, they did theatrical screenings of it for an anniversary, and I don't see why they wouldn't do it for this one in 4K now because now we have 4K. Um, and you know, I don't know. Maybe maybe. It would be pretty cool, this is really wishful thinking, if they would do a freaking physical release of Age of Resistance for oh, it. Yeah. Like, the, imagine? I know. Please? That would be pretty <laughs> awesome. I know. It's 
I think that that's Netflix. Ve- and just to have them side by side, you know, you have the Age Resistance on the left and Dark Crystal on the right. If you're going chronologically, you know, <laughs> or, or if you want to do it release sort of flipping the other way, Dark Crystal first and Age of Resistance um, on the shelf. So um, I, I know it's it's it is one of those sort of last pieces of like you know that they they could still do it in 4k and still do it um yeah on on the blu-ray you know it would be just just be very awesome so and they could put the crystal calls documentary as a as a special feature on the blu-ray there's no good reason not to do that um nope not at all and yeah so i i definitely feel like theatrical release for the film is probably going to happen closer to the end of the year when it's you know closer to the actual like anniversary time um however there was one that i've heard of like an independent theater in new york i think it was in buffalo new york that they did a special anniversary um screening of the film and they had like they had a special like fan art poster that they were giving out and like um people from new york uh, on the east coast were posting about it in the crystal shard group um about going to the special like screening event i think it was on new year's day if yeah, i'm not mistaken yeah, or, like, saying, yeah in january news. yeah i know and i was yeah. i was surprised to say yeah i'm like oh yeah they're, they're celebrating i wasn't bad early. at it yeah I'm like that's really cool that they did that at that um but it was only at this one theater in new york and i was like hey man whoever wants to do it do it i'm i i'm sad i can't be there because it's literally all the way across the country like on the exact opposite side of me, but I love that it's happening, and I hope more theaters do that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that I was mean, cool to see. I mean, that'll definitely, yeah. I'm, I'm sure that'll be a sure thing of doing a little re-release in cinemas, like a one-day event. Um, I know for myself, um, we have a theater, the Astor Theater. Um, they tend to screen um, a lot of the classic films. Um, like with the, they do, they do screen a Dark Crystal maybe once a year. Uh, I don't think they did it. 2020 or 2021 because the whole you know pandemic and everything um but i would imagine that they'll definitely have a 40th anniversary screening um later this year um and yeah you know, i think there was a couple of little cinemas i think in you know, well in victoria at least that i know of that they have screened it in the past so it'll be interesting if i'll screen oh actually no i just remembered um in canberra um in uh, act so um different state um they actually did screen the dark crystal they were they had they had sessions of um some jim henson films so labyrinth was one of them and the muppets of course and and dark crystal was one of them and i think they they actually had a screening for it so i thought that was that was kind of cool so um so yeah i just realized no there was actually a screening of the dark crystal in australia like in in canberra you know for anyone that could get there um so yeah yeah <laughs> yeah exactly yeah, I hear so, that. yeah yeah so um no no it's really cool so it'll, it'll be interesting to see you know if we get more um uh yeah seeing it on the big screen but i think like you said i mean the big thing is getting i mean it would be great to get age resistance on the blu-ray or or the 4k um that would be you know just to have that high quality you know we have so many options for physical releases of the movie you know like there have been like what four different re-releases of it on it in digital in some form um we had the the blu-ray we had the the hd one we had the 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 anniversary 4k one with the book um but yeah so i i definitely i don't know how much more there is to release physically for the for the film other than yeah. It, um it, yeah i mean it's one of those things where it I mean, it's really if they just release, you know, have more special features. And I know for a lot of the fans, I mean, even myself, like I'd still would love, you know, the to watch the the Washington DC version <laughs> of the film. Um, you know, the sort of the director's cut. I don't know if you say director's cut, but it was the screening version of the Dark Crystal. You know, if I if I still had a copy of it, then they can restore it. And yeah, all that jazz. Mm-hmm. So yeah, where the Skeksis are speaking their language instead of yes, yeah, uh, yeah, that yeah, one, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think like yeah. you know, and, I, and of course I have some deleted scenes that sort of showed off examples of it, but I think that still would be kind of cool to see an official in an official capacity. I know I think someone did do a, a fan, not a, a fan edit um where they did try to attempt to sort of replicate that um but you know again it would be kind of cool if they just to see just yeah um because yeah it has been a while 
since I saw that fan um, edit. So, yeah. Yeah. And I know they show little clips of it in the um, the featurettes that are on the Blu-ray. They show little, like, you know, in the featurette that's all about the making of the Dark Crystal, they, have, they show you little moments to talk about it. But, yeah, to actually see it start to finish, to see a whole other alternate version of the film, like... I love stuff like that, though. I mean, like, that's part of why I love uh, the movie Legend so much. There's, like, a minimum of three different versions. There's, like, a minimum of three different versions of Legend that exist. And (laughs) I love all of them for their own unique reasons. Um, And they did a a special Blu-ray release of the film where you can watch both the director's cut and the UK version or the US theatrical version and... um, I think there's another Blu-ray that has three different versions of it that you can toggle yeah. between. Oh, that's, like, that's you so know, cool, yeah. yeah. I love that stuff. And I mean, another totally and another movies. film that had multiple versions, of course, Blade Runner. That's like five. Yeah. I think there's five five versions well, of the film. that's yeah. Ridley Scott again for you. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's the that's a connection, yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> He's the ultimate... Uh, Wait, that wasn't quite perfect. Let me do it again. Now, here's my version. Now, you know what? Let, let me do this. He's such a, like, a perfectionist artist. And I'm not totally mad at it because, like, honestly, if it's an awesome movie, sure, give me four different versions of it. Why uh, not? Yeah. I'll watch them. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> if yeah. it's a good movie, sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Take me away, Ridley. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, yeah, and now, uh, you know, I know there's a lot of spicy opinions about it, but also Star Wars, the original Star Wars. How many versions of, of uh, the original trilogy do we have now because oh, yeah, of the, yeah. so the many 97 of them, yeah. remaster and then the re-re and the, I know the, and um, even George was touching up on things like pretty much soon after the film came out so he, he was yeah. always tinkering with the film it, 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 yeah. I mean it's your baby it's your brainchild you want to you want to keep um you know manipulating it and that's you yeah. birthed it man yeah exactly yeah <laughs> yeah Go so for no, it. No. we have options yeah exactly yeah yeah and i just love like he sort of he's like one of his probably last changes to the movies was um with with greedo saying mcclunky at the end it's just like <laughs> yeah and you know that is sort of that has become a fun sort of inside joke uh now i mean not inside really like how how big the star wars fandom is but like my family for example like anytime something gets like mcguffined in the family would be like oh yeah. mcclunky all yeah the time. mcclunky yeah <laughs> yeah yeah um, i know you so it's, it's just got to apply you just have to laugh you have to laugh yeah. at it because it's, it's like, sort it's of like, like our war cry now yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> mcclunky yeah <laughs> so um. it's it's fine. I, I can't be bitter about it. I don't want to be one of those fans that just is grumpy about everything all the time because we have we have so much to choose from at this point that, you know, if you don't like something, watch the other version. And we deserve that right with Dark Crystal as well. But I do have to ask if you are if you want another version of Dark Crystal, it can't be because you don't like the version that exists because surely no one feels that way. <laughs> it's just that you want more. <laughs> and Yeah, and I was just trying to think of other predictions. I know while... Probably one of the um, obvious ones I probably have in mind, of course, that um, Jim Henson Company will probably retain everything to do with Age Resistance. Um, so that'll be kind of interesting. Of course, I'm, I mean, for like those... Like, take are, it away from Netflix, you mean? Like, Well, hours? see, well, like, that, that's the thing about the history with when shows get cancelled by Netflix, it takes two years for probably more just the full rights of the show itself to go back to the production company i mean that happened with um you know with, with um the marvel shows like with daredevil and all those shows that basically once they got cancelled then two years later they're now back to disney slash marvel um so that they could do um i think it's more that they could continue doing dark they could not continue doing more tv shows all those marvel characters pretty much so because now they are going to incorporate them into the like mcu or whatever yeah i mean so. you, yeah and you kind of you know there has been characters from daredevil that have now been in official like you know in the mcu you know shows or movies that sort of thing um so we, we, which was really cool to see that and actually because of that you know actually i'm actually sort of tempted to rewatch um daredevil again actually on netflix um but yeah so but there is that two-year rule um and that's based on what i read on reports um so that's why I mean, that is super encouraging. It would be really great if Henson would take this property and 
release some stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so, and that's the thing. I think what will happen is, I mean, it may have happened already now because we don't know whether the show got cancelled a lot earlier than it got officially announced. Um, So, and so, I mean, show was cancelled in 2020. We don't know exactly when it. I mean, could have been close to when the Emmys was out. Could be a lot earlier. Who knows? So that's pretty much sometime this year. Um, all the characters and story, you know, pretty much age resistance goes back to the Jim Henson company. And then from there, I think they'll be able to sort of shop the show around, you know, for another season or another story sort of thing, like within that, within the world of age resistance. Um, so I think that will probably happen. And and I don't think they'll call it age resistance. They won't call it age resistance season two. They'll definitely give it a different subtitle. Um, and um so i think that'll be interesting to see you know if if they if they do try and shop shop it around again um but again i, I mean of course hence the company they're pretty busy at the moment like they've got you know they're still trying to do the labyrinth movie i don't know if that's still a short thing or not um but they've got a lot of things on their plate at the moment so it'll be interesting um you know when the time will be right for them to be like you know what let's get back into dark crystal um and i mean hopefully you know i mean if they're able to shop it around like this year and you know whether apple tv or amazon or another streaming service like you know we'll actually pick that up and um green light it that'd be that'd be pretty awesome i mean i doubt that'll probably <laughs> like i doubt that kind of prediction would happen but um but i mean at least um they'll have like full ownership of the show you know and i think that's that's probably been a big hold up but I mean, at the same time, I actually did think that they they could have still had tried to do another Dark Crystal project like in a different timeline. Um, that I thought, oh, you know, they could have done that as sort of like filling, you know, just filling the void. Like, oh, here's you know, while you're waiting for this show, here's a little animation, you know, Dark yeah. Crystal thing, little side story. Yeah, yeah. I mean, much like almost like what the comics did. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, with creation myths or um you know, or something like similar to like, you know, with Star Wars visions, you know, you can have each, each episode be its own little story. Um, yeah. So there's a lot of, you know, possibilities they, that they could have, um, you know, gone, but again, you know, I think they're, they seem to be pretty busy at the moment. So, um, but yeah, I know, I know <laughs> just do it. Henson. I don't want to hear excuses. I yeah, want exactly. to see results. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know. <laughs> those are rookie numbers. We need to pump up those numbers. <laughs> we can do better. We can do it. I, I, you know, there's such an outcry of of fans wanting it. They'll, they can justify it. And this franchise is so needed right now and it is so beloved and it has been just so awesome to see all of the fandom for this film re-emerging um from the swamps <laughs> through <laughs> through age of resistance and um it's there's so many more of us than we realized when we were weird kids who thought we were the only ones who loved this funky puppet movie and um you know, it's, I just don't see any valid reason. I, I'm not interested in, oh, because it's so expensive. Like, listen, that logic, I get it, but I don't care. <laughs> we want more. And, and you know, that's not to say that I'm not super, super grateful for what we have, because I'm definitely the one who's always singing that song of being grateful for the fact that we have what we have, for sure. If it ended here and everything... Dark Crystal, you know, stops coming out forever and everything that we have now is all we have. It's still a lot more than we had 20 years ago. But at the same time, if we have the means and we have the audience, it just makes sense to give us a little more content because I mean, think about it. Star Wars, how busy is Disney all the time? Like when do they not have something out all the time? We are so oversaturated. I mean, oversaturated is a matter of opinion, but we have so much Star Wars out all the time, something new Star Wars constantly. And yet they still manage to fill in those gaps, quote, 
<laughs> with, you know, pumping out little more, you know, Star Wars things here and there in between to fill time while you're waiting for this other Star Wars series. Here's this other one. Yeah. Why here's not this with Dark other Crystal. little one. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it's... Dark Crystal has thousands of years of like stories that, you know, we, we've, we've only probably had, you know, couple of years worth of stories of, of dark crystal and there's like still thousands and thousands or three like a good three thousand years of story storylines to to explore so yeah yeah so i mean i mean let, yeah I, I certainly hope we get some new um dark crystal content um this year i mean i mean you know there still hasn't been anything any word about with um the comics from um archaea whether they're going to do another um another 12 issue series because i mean or anything yeah or anything yeah i know yeah because i mean the last ones i did was the age resistance comics and that sort of wrapped up oh almost like a year or so ago so it's um yeah and, and i've sort of been really surprised i'm like that they haven't started another lineup because i think for them i think power power the dark crystal went really well for them um i think beneath sort of did okay um like sales wise so i've sort of been you know oh okay I thought they would have, yeah, continued keep keep you know using the Jim Henson license or whatever to you know make more of the comics and all that jazz. So yeah, at least yeah. do something for the anniversary, like a some sort of re-release. Yeah, you know, a repackaging. Be mm. cool if they did a new like a box set for Creation Myths or something like to oh, the yes, full yeah. collection. Yeah. Um, I don't know. There's 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 so many possibilities of. Uh, of of most, merchandise opportunities, yeah. yeah. Most Dark Crystal fans are uh, collectors because we want to get our hands on literally anything Dark Crystal that we could get. So, yeah, yeah. re-release books we have already in pretty new packaging. We'll buy it. Yeah, I know exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So no, <laughs> we want the real deal. So let, yeah. So yeah. I mean, it'll, it'll just it'll be an interesting year for sure for um 2022 and yeah, I really hope that um. Jim Henson Company, they've got some things in store, but I mean, if they don't, then it'll just be really disappointing. I mean, you know, I mean, last year was a very quiet year um, for Dark Crystal, um, and yeah, so it'll yeah it'll be interesting to see what what happens this year as well. Yeah, let's so, hope that it was mm. a quiet before a storm. Let's hope that it was quiet because they were planning all planning, this stuff. Planning, I know the they're planning, planning, planning away. Yeah, we can, exactly. We can wish. Yeah, but exactly. also, you know, in the meantime, it falls on us to keep spreading the good word and yeah acting acting like dark crystal missionaries (laughs) yeah no yeah yeah and keep celebrating the dark crystal so which is you know which is something that we pretty much do you know every episode of the show so all the time yeah exactly yeah all day every day i know yeah (laughs) (laughs) all right so um wow i just realized that you know we've uh, yeah we rambled on we rambled on lots of tangents but i think that's fine you know i think we're just sort of getting back in the swing of things you know with, with the podcast and you know there's a lot overall you know we've got a lot lot in store for the year um so we hope that you continue um listening to us um to our podcast to our shows yeah. um, keep hanging out with us yeah exactly yeah and we're always here on the crystal shard um facebook group so you can you know we're always there and um yeah it's always a lot of fun so um so yeah i think we'll probably wrap it up for this episode of trial by stone um again thank you so much and yeah stay tuned for more trial by stone if you'd like to get in contact with the show you can do so at darkcrystalpodcast at gmail.com like us on facebook at facebook.com forward slash darkcrystalpodcast Follow us on Instagram at Dark Crystal Podcast and on Twitter at Dark Crystal Pod. Thank you all so much and stay tuned for the next episode of Trial by Stone.